Hello, you are listening to Own and Align, the podcast with your host, Layla Steed. I'm a photographer, content creator, writer, and woman who loves to ignite that spark in other women that propels them to own their story and live in alignment as their true, authentic selves. This is a space where you can gain some insight from absolute powerhouse women that will set that spark inside of you and give you the tools that you need to be in flow with yourself and the world around you. You are listening to Own and Align. So sit down, plug in, and take the next moment to do something just to up-level yourself and to take ownership of you and your journey. Hello, beautiful mamas, and welcome to episode seven of the Own and Align podcast. Today is called Stripping Back Your Stories, Living in Alignment with the Truest Version of You with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly. Now, for those of you that don't know Kelly, she is my beautiful energy healer. I've been working with her for some time now, basically on stripping back my own stories. So today I really wanted to have a chat with her about how we can strip back your stories because a lot of women come to me for advice and assistance and I can offer resonance, but I really can't offer you ways to cope or ways that you can move through the emotion or grow through what you're going through. (laughs) So that is my aim of today's beautiful episode. Now, Kelly is in Sydney. I am on the Gold Coast, so we are doing a remote recording. Sometimes you'll notice that it is a little bit more crackly than usual and we get bumped off at times, but it is vital that we have these conversations because I know that you're going to get a lot from today's episode. So let's dive right in. This podcast, I have a special guest in with me today. And the topic that we're going to talk about is stripping back your stories, living in alignment with the truest version of you with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly. Um, So today we're just going to basically talk about all things healing because I do get a lot of questions all the time. Uh, what healing do you recommend? How do I heal from this toxic breakup? How do I get over, you know, this friendship that I had that's gone pear-shaped? How do I work through, you know, whatever it might be that has kind of taken you away from living in alignment or left you feeling a little bit dull and not your usual self? And Kelly has been the at the center of all of my healing. I've done a lot of healing over the years with different practitioners and different professionals, whether they're medical or they're more of the spiritual side. And I can honestly say that Kelly has had the biggest shift and the biggest impact. And obviously healers are personal. Um, It's a personal preference on if they're in alignment with you and if you work well within um, what they do. So Kel, I just really wanted to touch base with you today because I think it's important that we go through, first of all, spiral, which I am nearly finished going through uh, with you. And I just kind of, I've had quite a few messages about it. So I thought it was time that we really honoured those messages and Mm -hmm. dove into an episode based solely on all of the healing that you do and everything that you can offer, because I think it's really important that when women come to me, that I have a resource to say, all the information is in here, go and have a listen. (laughs) Definitely. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I think it's such an important um, topic, especially for women and especially for mothers. So thank you for having me. Yay. Yay. So with Spiral, a lot of people have said, I don't really understand Mm. what it is. And I think for me, it has definitely been, I just say, look, it's a really deep dive into going inside, finding out your triggers, finding out where things may have gone wrong within your own life, finding out where you kind of got off track or something that has kind of become ingrained in you that shouldn't mm. have. And it's really calling yourself out on your own bullshit, I think, and definitely. being able to move through that. Mm, definitely. Yeah. The premise behind Spiral is who would you be if you got out of your own way? So that's exactly it. It's about breaking your patterns, clearing mm-hmm. your limiting beliefs and, um, you know, really helping you to stop procrastinating, stop, stop like the sabotage um, and to get out, of, get out of your own way. It also helps to raise your vibration because we root clear um, emotions that, you know, can be quite triggering. So mm-hmm. it helps us to... Um, you know, the next time you feel fear, for example, you won't have three different installments where you're being triggered and being taken back to earlier events in your life. 
So it helps mm. you to respond with a lot more clarity um, without the triggers there. So it's very important. Um, for I know. Mm. Yeah, I, I know within my own journey through Spiral with you, it's been, you know, we talk about it quite often, you and I, through our sessions that I'm having all of these really deep and really big shifts. Mm. Um, so is that normal for every client that they kind of come through spiral and they have these really big awakenings? Mm. It kind of depends where you're up to on your healing journey. Like some people do, um, you know, some people like I had to go through twice to have the huge shifts, but the, mm-hmm. the little shifts, you know, the starting to know that you're worthy and the stop, you know, stop worrying about what other people are worrying or thinking about you and starting to realize that you can let go of the dogma and that you can write the rules, um, you know, fear, for example, mm. like letting go of fear and knowing that you can feel the fear and do it anyway. So you have had huge, tremendous shifts, um, but you were definitely ready. I feel that yeah. everybody's journey is unique and different um, and the shifts will play out in a different way. For some women it might be, you know, calling them another baby. For other women it might be stepping into alignment with their purpose for their business. It might be working on their marriage. It might be letting go of their divorce. Um, everybody's kind of journey is unique and different. But there are everybody who I've taken through so far has had huge um yeah, I guess shifts because when you let go of everything that's no longer serving you, you can call in everything that does serve you. Mm, so, yeah. yes, yours have definitely been um, huge. I think you were really ready, really at a point in your life where you were ready to let go of everything that was kind of not yours. Yeah, that's right. And I think it it obviously came at a really good time. And I'm happy if you want to discuss anything um, from my private sessions, like I mm. give you permission to talk about that. Okay. Because I think um, it's it's really good to be able to talk about that for other women mm. and and mm. and not just kind of dilly dally around what mm. actually happens in a mm. session. Mm. So I think for me, I was definitely ready. I was going through um, quite a few patterns, I guess, that I was replaying mm. over and over again attracting Mm. in more recently like attracting in more of the same men into my life Mm. and I think for Mm. me um that was a huge pattern that Mm. I really um had to break free from and I think if it wasn't for being in the middle of spiral and also being um you know coached by you through it I really feel that yes I would have let go of the relationship at some point but probably not as quickly Mm. Um, and you know, I've had quite a few people recently say, you know, you're very quick to cut people off and like, it's some negative thing, but I think now I just have boundaries and I just have self-respect. that's a lot stronger. And so I feel like a lot of people from my past are kind of like, you're very cutthroat, like you're not, they see it as kind of a negative thing. But I think for me, it's just more, I'm really fucking clear on what I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not going to tolerate in my life and in my future. Definitely, definitely. And I think for you, that's, that was the, one of your huge shifts in terms of um, it's helped to raise your self-worth, but mm-hmm. also the boundary piece. That's you right. Know, being able to set clear, firm boundaries that support you without the guilt. And as we evolve and change, the people around us do kind of look at us and think, you know, what's happening? <laughs> why yeah. are you being so cutthroat? Like why are you, you know, cutting people left, right and centre? But the more healing you do and the clearer that you become about what you deserve and the life that you want to create, um, you just simply can't have people around you that are going to lower your vibration and pull you out of alignment. Yeah, because and I think that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's really important that when you when you go through a huge life shift, like a lot mm. of women the other day when I said, Look, I'm not gonna speak on Instagram anymore, it's just doesn't it's not lighting me up. I need to take a break. A lot of single parents, which it now has made me realize that I still need to show up in that space in this way because I got at least, I reckon over 10 messages from women saying I'm a newly single mom. I was actually directed to your content Mm -hmm. and I feel really sad that I'm not going to get to experience that because I, I was actually given this as a resource from one woman said from a domestic violence lady, which I knew that they did give out. I knew that they do give out my Instagram and my website and everything like that to women in that situation. Another woman had just said, I I just was told by a friend to come and follow you. And I've seen on your stories tonight that you're not going to be opening up in this way anymore. And it's made me realize I need to do a podcast on it straight away. I need a resource for these women. So 
I think for me, and obviously you, we're, we're both single mothers. Yes. Um, it is a huge part of my story that really changed my life. And I think I tried so many different healing techniques before um, finding yours that didn't work. I spoke to psychologists and psychiatrists and social mm-hmm. workers and tried different psychologists and different healings. And I think um, nothing really clicked for me. Uh, until I stumbled across you and I just think it's a really big testament to you that you do things on such a beautiful you know in such a beautiful way and at such a lovely vibration that it it really it really does such a big shift it has has a really big shift so thank you yeah it's so it's look I sat with psychologists for too many years (laughs) probably over five and they're great because they help you to understand everything on a cognitive level so they help you to understand like for me it was like oh okay you know that's why I was in a abusive marriage I I can understand this is what happened in my childhood to lead me there Mm -hmm. but it doesn't help you to clear the emotional patterns or to break the patterns or to get the energy and the emotion out of your body Mm. it doesn't help you to clear it from your subconscious so even if you're like, I'm a really good woman and I deserve a good man, <laughs> if mm. you're running subconscious stories and limiting beliefs around, you know, relating and your relationships and your self-worth and if that's ingrained in your um, conditioning, you're going to keep attracting that until you actually let all of that go. So mm. I think that's the thing with emotional clearing as a technique um, and with the work that I do with my mother transmission as well and for women is to help them to land into being able to have a way to let go, Mm. not just understand it at a cognitive level and process it, but to also let it go from their emotional and auric and subconscious field so that they can move forward. Um, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like out of all of the women that come to me, um, I I, I just really want to ask you, what would you recommend a woman that, has just a lot of them have just been through a relationship breakdown. They were married or they were in a long-term partnership and they've got a child. What would be the first way that they can kind of start healing or to make contact with you? What would you recommend? That's a really, yeah, it's a really good question. And they ask me that as well. Um, Definitely a chakra clear. Like Mm. as a mother, you only have a limited amount of emotional energy each day. And as a single mother, you have less because (laughs) you've got to do more, you know, you've got to be more and do more and show up for yourself and your little one. And you can't leak or deplete energy with your ex. So a chakra clear is really important because you need to have your energy clear and aligned. And if you're holding on to fear or anxiety or spite or any negative emotion, you're going to be caught up in that emotion and leaking energy. So mm-hmm. the first thing to do is definitely a chakra clear. It also helps me um, feel because I'm clairsentient, I can feel into that person's field and I can feel into like how their body feels, how their emotional field is feeling, what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually from their um, person clearing is fabulous. If there's somebody who is able to push your button, somebody who's in your field and you want to clear up what that person's triggering in you, that's magic because yeah. then you're a lot less reactive. I honestly recommend, nothing... I honestly, sorry to cut you off. I just had you're a right. thought that I was like, that can't escape me. Um, yes. I honestly would recommend person clearing to every single woman, whether they've got a toxic ex or not, because that's, you need to clear up the relationship. And I speak on that so often when I deal with women, I always say to them, you can't view him as an ex-partner anymore. You can only view him as uh, as the father of your child. So definitely, I feel like mm-hmm. that's where the person clearing comes through is it helps them to get rid of that ex-attachment and to view them only as the father that they can show up as. Definitely, definitely. And the thing is for um, newly single mums as well is that it's normal. Like it's normal to go through that period of transition where you're so focused on him and you're struggling That's and you right. feel like We've all you're never going to get yeah. out of that. Yeah, that that you've got to kind of honour. A lot of women try and push through that phase. Like I'm fine, I'm happier now, he's gone, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the work I do is actually helping them to land in the grief and express that grief and feel that loss in their body because it is grief. It's like, you know, it's the death of a marriage or a relationship. It's all of those hopes that you had for the future. 
Um, so landing in that's really important and then definitely chakra clearing. But the thing with relationships is that all of our relationships are a mirror of our relationship yes. with ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's why they're triggering. So um, especially with our children, they're reflecting back to us the parts of us that we're seeing in them. It's, it's a mirror. So um, it's really important after a relationship breaks down that you clear up the triggers and that's what the spiral helps to do as well because a lot of the patterns that play out in relationships like anxiety, you know, low self-esteem, lack of confidence will be triggered from your childhood wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the spiral helps women to let go of um, the stories and conditionings they have around love and acceptance and um, which is usually tied into our attachment with our primary caregiver, which is, you know, usually our mother. Yeah, that's um, right. So the spiral helps us to feel love for ourselves and to accept ourselves and to do that beautiful inner child work that's so important because otherwise we um, don't break the ancestral patterns, we don't break that lineage, we don't clear up the, tr- the trauma and the patterns and we can just pass that on to our children. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I think that so many women that come to me especially lately, which I didn't know when until I'd done question time last night that this is a huge thing that I hadn't turned my back on as such but that I hadn't even really considered in walking away from that space on that kind of level. And I just want women out there that I'm going to tell them, look, tune into this, listen to me and Kelly. We're both single parents and Kelly has mm. such an ability to be able to help you transform through this, uh, which I didn't have that. I didn't find mm. you until ever was, I think, four years old. Um, and start all of this healing so if they can get in with you at the very start of this journey they're going to be light years ahead of me in also that you know not just their relationships it also spirals out (laughs) keep saying the word spiral um it spirals out to the rest of your life and definitely I think that I've also made changes within my business so I just want people and and women out there to know that it's okay to get in that pity party at the start and to be like you know I freaking hate him I hate this I hate that I've been here and something that I really struggled with at the start was oh my god I'm I'm actually never going to get that you know together family and I know that I'll have a family one day but it really took me a lot to realize it wasn't going to be a family that was together that it would always be a co-parenting scenario and then I would have a separate family right from the get-go and I I really grieved that because I felt like someone stole that opportunity from me and I think so many women forget, like you mentioned before, that it is grief, that you're grieving that that Definitely. family unit and then I get other women that are like, you and ever a family on your own and and that's great but that is a pattern that I had to let go of. Totally. Yeah, like, you know, we run different archetypes and um, you and I both definitely run the, you know, strong independent female archetype, you know, mm-hmm. I'm okay, I'm okay by myself, I've got this. Yeah. Um, you know, but underneath that is vulnerability and underneath that is wanting a life partner and a soulmate and, um, you know, that's okay too. Like it's, it's you're worthy of anything that you desire. And that's the beauty of spiral. It helps you. The more you let go of, the more that you can call in. And the universe is literally watching and listening to you setting boundaries and moving out of alignment with things that don't serve you Mm -hmm. so that you can be a vibrational match to things that come along that will serve you. Yes. Yeah. Look, I think I had a call today with I'm trying all these different things and looking at different online courses and all these different coaches. And I had a call today with a dating coach and she's not a great fit for me. And I think I would rather work um, through that with you and and that's fine. Mm -hmm. We, we all need our, you know, we, we find coaches that are aligned with us and, and maybe she'll be a better fit for someone else. But it was really interesting to speak to someone. And she said to me, you just have an alignment issue. You've got an alignment problem. Mm. And I was like, I'm thinking in my head, okay, I've got to stop and talk to Kelly about that because I don't know if that's an issue for me. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think so. It was. Just, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, I just was like, oh, I actually feel like I'm pretty aligned. Um, and she was like, no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I was like, look, I don't think we're aligned, I'll actually. <laughs> so I think that um, 
I just really want to highlight that who you choose to coach is, is personal. And I think so many people come to me for help and I want people to know, first of all, I'm not a coach. I can't help coach you, but I can direct you to the people that can help you. And I think Kelly, Mm. you're always my first point of call because obviously that's something that I've resonated with so deeply. And every single person that I have sent to you has said, I've got incredible things out of, you know, I'm just so glad to have connected with her. I would get beautiful messages. Thanks for connecting us. Mm, So I think it's, it's, it's just going to be powerful. And I think for me, I just love that I can help women in this space, but now I can actually I've actually got someone that can, you know, help them through it. I can help mm. them resonate and say, you know, you're not alone. I've been there and it freaking mm. sucks mm. sometimes, but you're going to be okay and I'm proof. Mm. But, mm. Just- but you're such a beacon. You're such a beacon of light. Like don't underestimate your beautiful intuitive powers too, my love, because I remember finding you when I um, – I was like, Mason was like five, six months and I was, you know, new single mom. And I remember finding you and thinking, oh, like there's all these women and you you can literally feel the connection and the vibration of your soul and the ripple of like all these women. (laughs) And it's that, it's that, it's knowing that you're held and knowing that there's other women that are, um, you know, collectively going through the same thing and have the same struggles and you're so authentic and and, and aligned. I'm going to use that word on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Very aligned with everything that that you um, have offered and and provided for so many beautiful women. And it's a, um, yeah, it's, you should be really, Thank really you. proud of being that because, you know, it's a very dark night of the soul, isn't it, when you're laying there at yeah. three in the morning on Instagram alone, mm-hmm. wondering how you're ever going to, you know, heal your heart, heal your mind, heal, you know, have enough money. Yeah, um, I think. Believe in yourself. Yeah. So many women that have come to me lately, and you'll probably understand what I'm what I'm going to go into here is they they've left their relationship, or the relationship mm. has left them, or the man has walked out, or they've walked out on the on the on their partner, and they're like, I don't I don't even know where to begin. They're so mm. lost and overwhelmed. Yeah, they're yeah. completely overwhelmed by the experience. Mm. And I always say to them, you know, I've I've been there, and I'm sure that you have too. Where you're kind of like, okay. For me, it kind of felt like I was a turtle on my back going, what the hell just freaking mm. happened to me? Yeah. I felt like completely shell-shocked. I didn't know what what which way was up or down, what I was going to do. And I literally felt like completely worthless, which is obviously why that's still a huge um, mm. trigger for me. And we've had to do, um, for those of you that might, might have just tuned in through Spiral, we've had to do a lot of healing through being mm. worthy. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I always say to women, when you do healing, it's actually not, it's not a part-time thing. It's not going to be something that you're going to be, oh, okay, like one session's going to clear me. I'm going to be amazing and be healed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. I'm, I'm nearly five years down the track from when I was left pregnant and mm-hmm. I'm still struggling with being worthy and feeling worthy. And I'm working mm-hmm. through that every session I have with you, obviously, but it was such a deep pain for me and it's okay. It is okay. It is okay. And look, I, I, um, I believe strongly, you know, that women kind of can't land in moving forward from that until they've reignited their soul purpose and their passion Mm, because to go through something like that, it's huge, you know, and it's the more you step into your power, the more you start to build your confidence and believe in yourself and start to reconnect with women and, um, you know, step into alignment with your soul purpose, where you are now on, on that yes. new journey, yeah. that's, that's where you start to really start to feel worthy. Mm. You know, when you reconnect with yourself and what sets your soul on fire and what, what sparks you joy and to help you feel that love and that joy for yourself, um, you know, and it's, it is, it's a journey. Like I've, my healing journey has been, what, 10 years plus and I'm still, um, yeah, I'm going to go through womb spiral this year and hopefully mm. become a womb spiral practitioner. It's it's not linear and, you know, everybody has months and days when they'll be triggered or their triggers come up. Um, it's about having tools to support yourself through it and clearing up the stories and the patterns and the conditioning from the past so that you can be as present as you can and not have um, things that are pulling you back to be able to respond with clarity in the present moment. Yeah, that's um, right. Look, it's definitely... 
it's it's so it's so powerful the work that you do and if, you. if you're someone that is out there listening I'm going to direct all of the women to this particular episode it you are going to go through a period of being uncomfortable as you land in this new phase of your life because it is uncomfortable and learning how to become a single mum when you've had someone there which I don't resonate with at all because that wasn't my story so if you, if you are someone that has had a partner, you may be able to speak on that a little bit further, Kelly, but that mm-hmm. I don't like speaking on something that wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I only like talking on things that I've got experience with. And I think for me, I can, I can imagine what it would have been like, but it's, t- it's terrifying, but it's also going to be one of the biggest things that changes you. And definitely, I didn't understand the whole looking for the lesson in life until Mm. that moment I literally nearly took my life it was very serious I ended up in hospital and it was a really traumatic time for me I I gave up all hope of living I didn't want to live anymore and because I was pregnant when I had tried to take my life it was very uh, they took it very seriously and I had to have minders and they nearly put me in a mental institution things got very dark there for a little while and mm. now when I look back, I just, I wish that I could have seen the lesson mm. earlier, but it was like I had mm. this big profound light bulb moment um, after I got out of hospital and I decided to start my online community. And I thought, you know mm. what, I've, I've, I've really got to speak this out or it's going to kill me. I'll end up back mm. there and I will have succeeded. And my poor family is going to be standing around trying to organize funeral arrangements. Mm, like I was like, this is really going to be something that could consume me and kill me because mm. the thing about going through pregnancy by yourself and having someone abandon you and I had no contact, I had no way of speaking to him was it wasn't like a normal breakup. There was no, okay, I can switch my phone off, go and do a yoga retreat and become a new woman again. I can rebirth mm. myself. Because every time I tried to forget about it, I would get a little kick from inside that would remind me that I was really alone. And I think it was it was a really intense moment for me. And I think that's okay that I'm still going through that healing. But for the women out there that contact me, I just want them to know that if you're in that situation, if you've left a relationship or the relationship has left you or you've made a conscious choice to break up, you are going to be uncomfortable, but looking for the lesson is where the magic lies. Totally. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for showing up in your vulnerability. Like, I love you. <laughs> I just tell you, I love you. <laughs> I love your soul. I love your heart. You're just, there's not another you. You're beautiful. But um, totally. And that, that's what you did there was you alchemized. You're an alchemist, right? Because in your pain and in your brokenness, and I did it too, in your, I'm going to cry, in, yeah. your, in your brokenness and in those moments when you felt so alone that you literally wanted to die, Yeah, your soul ignited purpose and passion and love and your soul was like, no, I'm going to start this community. I'm going to help women. And that's, that's the magic. That's yeah. the magic. And for me, like mine wasn't as dark, but I can remember sitting on the laundry floor started writing about it in my book and I can remember having Mason strapped in the high chair and I was having panic attacks laying on the laundry floor I couldn't breathe I was hyperventilating I was like Mm -hmm. vomiting I was just so anxious I remember thinking how am I ever going to pay for everything yes (laughs) how am I going to pay for everything like how am I going to give this beautiful little boy the life that he deserves how am I going to be able to sustain this how can I how am I going to do this and not be sick how am mm-hmm. I going to do this and cope with being so lonely? Like, you know, yeah. it's so, it's it's a lot. It's in the beginning, it's a lot. But exactly that alchemizing and looking for, um, you know, the wound is where the light enters. Mm-hmm. And I say it all the time, but there's so much magic in breaking. Yes. Because when you break, you rise. Oh, and yeah. you start to, you know, the Japanese people, I need to buy one. I always talk about them, have those vases. <laughs> yeah. And they're put together with liquid gold and it's like they, they shatter them into a thousand pieces and they put them back together with gold through the veins and they, they talk about, you know, there's so much beauty in brokenness. Yeah. And all of the all of the most amazing, beautiful, resilient, strong, courageous, fierce, authentic, aligned women that I know have been through the dark night of the soul. Yeah. 
So oh, even well, though it's it's hard, it's magic, yeah. It's definitely like it was in that moment that I, I always say to people, I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I want you to resonate with me. Definitely. And when women come to me, I'm always like, I'm telling you this not for your empathy or your, you know, don't feel any empathy or sympathy for me. I just want you to resonate with it, that you can take something away from that. Because mm. for me, it was, it. I literally had no idea that <laughs> when you go through challenges, that's where the lesson is. If you can look for the lesson. And I think I mm. clung on to those lessons like they were the strings of life. <laughs> I grabbed onto them so fiercely because Mm. I think without Mm. them, I I don't think I'd be here. It was a really Mm. serious thing. Mm. So Mm. there will be uncomfortable times and a lot of women say they are worried about finances and the enormity of becoming a single Mm. mother when you, when you've had, you might've had a partner that was working and you're a stay at home mum. Look, even that, that terrifies me for you because I know that it is going to be a huge change, but I'm also so excited because I know that this is where women are going to rise and stand in their power and they're going to say, okay, shit, I don't have that income anymore, whether it was he was doing all the earning or you were doing a small amount to contribute or you might have been the sole earner. Like there's a lot of women that are were the sole earner, so when they walk away, they're in that better position, but that is rare. Yeah, it is very rare. And, you know, the thing is, like, there's that quote, there's no force more powerful than a woman determined to rise. Like, there's no force more powerful than a single mother that's working out how to mm. um, be resourceful and pay for everything and heal herself and and provide a, a life for her and her children. And um, that leads me to abundance coaching, which is so important. Mm. Um, you know, it's so important. Money is, is um, how we, you know, that's the energy right. that we use and it's how we negotiate and it's how we pay for things in our 3D reality. So for women, one of the, the biggest fears and one of the biggest things that women come to me about is, um, yeah, clearing up their money story. So energetically, if there are other people in your money story, it can block you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with receiving, it can block um it can block you because as women and as mothers, we're givers. That's right. We give to our babies. We give to our girlfriends. We give to our own family. And a lot of us give to the point of depletion, which is, um, you know, people pleasing or different different roles that women take on. Um, so, yeah, I do a lot of work with women. Once they kind of land in safety and feeling a bit better, starting to clear up your money story is vital for every every woman, but particularly for single mothers because, um, you know, you want to be an expander for your child. Yes. You want to be able yeah. to say to them in a few years, you know, I did all of this for you and um, you want to expand and create a life that you both deserve and you need to move out of that fear and that scarcity and so that you could move into abundance and, mm. and love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I think once they go through that, it's working out. So you obviously I'm just trying to piece it together. Um, so that they can take away some things from from today's chat. But I think once they go through the whole, okay, crap, I'm by myself now, you go through the fear, you go, then you kind of step into your power because you're like, fuck no, this is not how my story is ending. This is not all, this is not how my story is going to be. I am going to slay this. And I think for me, I had a lot of people doubting me on the online platform and especially in my private life even my own mother was like I don't know if you're going to survive you don't have the strength I had and she raised us as a single mother and back then there wasn't as much resources um, for them they they really had to work Mm. so hard and Mm. she done everything in her power to raise me and my sister I remember saying to her one day like how are you paying for all of this stuff mum and she said the Mm. universe just provides it always Mm. provides we always have enough so and she was right. Some weeks it was just enough to cover and other other weeks we were more abundant. But I think now that I'm a single parent, I have found that I look back on the last, you know, four to five years and I'm like, oh, my God, like how the fuck have I done this? Mm. I'd done the math mm. today and I was like, how have I paid that much rent, $200 mm. a week in kindy fees mm. and you know, mm. still being out, able to go to beautiful lunches and get mani-pedis and have a nice wardrobe mm. and how, what? 
because you've believed in yourself, my love, and you've opened your heart and you've just leapt and you've shown up authentically in alignment with as yourself and the universe favours the brave. Yeah. <laughs> but also you've believed in yourself, you know, you, you're – you've got to get yourself to that point where you're like, this is, and that's what I did. You know, when I left teaching, mm. I just let the biggest leap of faith. And I was like, this is me. Here I am. My heart's open. I'm ready to show up yeah, and help other people. And I think um, the more work you do, the more you can step into authentic alignment with your truth and your soul purpose. And when you're doing what you were put here to do, the universe will rise and meet you and support you. And it's scary. It's scary. Like it's scary yes, to jump yeah. and to leap. But the more that you do, um, yeah, the more that you'll just expand and be supported. Yeah, and I think the, the leap is terrifying because a lot of people said to me on question time, I had the question quite a few times, where do you get the strength? Where do you get the courage? How are you even doing this? And I don't think about how I'm going to do it to a certain degree where it's going to freak me out I just Mm -hmm. believe that it's going to work out and it's going to be fine and I think that's true of most things that just work it out later work out the logistics later on and even my own sister's like you're nuts you're moving in a rental crisis like you don't have any you're not going to have any of your furniture you're selling off your furniture like what are you thinking And it doesn't have to make sense to anyone, but I think sometimes you just have to back yourself. And I think that lesson on how to do that for me, I've, I've kind of been a a bit wild with my life choices and I've definitely backed myself quite fiercely throughout life before becoming a single parent. Mm. But since becoming a single mother, I just do it with such a ferocious nature because I know Mm. one that ever's watching me and two, that the universe just has my back. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, there's this beautiful, I always think, I always say this to women when I'm in my mentoring sessions, but, you know, on the airplane, when they say that you have to, when the oxygen drops down, you've got to put the life mask on yourself first. Mm. You've got to be happy. You've got to live a life that sets your soul on fire. You've got to be happy. You've got to live your purpose, live your truth and show up every day as you, because your babies are absorbing that. They're watching that. Ever's watching mm-hmm. you and absorbing you. And, you know, you want to be able to be um, at a place that serves you and living your home is an energetic extension of your aura. And for you, this move is like, yeah, it's, it's huge because everything that's going to follow is huge. Yeah. And you've made this decision at the end of your spiral. So it's um, really in alignment with who you were before. Like now all of that emotional baggage is gone. Mm-hmm. You're calling in the next chapter, which is going to be everything that you deserve and more. Oh, I'm so yes. excited. I'm so excited too. And I think so excited. I don't want the woman that's listening to be like, oh, but I don't have that magic. You do. You do. You can you tap do. into that at any, like being able to manifest is free. It's something that you need to learn, but the ability Definitely. to manifest is free. And I think. Definitely. You just need to be able to tap into that. So there is a book called, um, now I'm going to, it's going to escape me and I say it all the time. Uh, it's an Abraham Hicks book and Jerry, Abraham, Abraham and Jerry. Es- Esther. Which book is it? <laughs> Esther. Which, Which book um, is it? I've listened to their, all their videos. It is, I don't know if it's Abraham Hicks. I feel like it's Esther and Jerry or something like that. Um Okay. Ask and it is given. There we go. My brain's mm. my brain's popped it up. That is one of the best manifesting books that I have ever read. So don't feel mm. like, oh, but I don't have that power or I don't have that gift or I might not survive in single parenting because I just the universe isn't going to back me. I don't want you to be listening, thinking that. And if you're one of those people that's nodding along going, how did she know? I don't want you to think that you don't have that magic too because everyone does. Everybody just, does. Everybody does. And the universe speaks in vibrations. The universe doesn't speak in words. That's right. And I think. So feel yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, feel it. And do, if you don't know how to manifest, to me it comes simply because just like I, I said before, my mum was like, oh, the universe has got us, don't worry. So I've mm-hmm. kind of been mm-hmm. brought up thinking that and knowing mm-hmm. that and it's been inherently put in my body. But if you're not mm-hmm. one of those people, you can teach yourself and it is. It is a tool that the universe, you can have anything that you desire. It's getting on that same vibrational alignment with that thing. 
Definitely. And you can have and be and do anything you want if there's no emotional charge or stickiness around it. So if we clear Mm. and clear and clear and clear and you land in, for me, 100% believing that I'm a full-time healer and that this is what I do and I don't teach anymore. Sure, yeah. Once you believe that and you believe nothing else but and you clear up all of the emotional resistance around it, you can have it. But the magic is in as well every new moon um, and I run new moon meditations and um manifestation sessions but every new moon you set your intent you set your intentions Mm. and then during the month you have to actually take some action steps to make it happen so there's no point in just manifesting and just thinking you know i really want to move house you need to actually take some action steps. yeah you've got to go and view the house and definitely (laughs) for me definitely my move has been coming for a really long time this Mm. isn't just a okay it's spare at the moment i've made the choice i'm out of here i have just felt the energy of that move so I've made sure that Mm. when I buy things I'm like does it light me up because I'm moving Mm. (laughs) I've kept telling the universe I'm moving soon so I don't want to buy that because I'm moving soon and I've decluttered and I've constantly said I'm decluttering because I'm going to be moving soon so Mm. it's not just that one believing that it's true it's also you're right putting the action behind it and Mm. I think going back to the chakra healing because a lot of people are like where do I start I've decided that I want to do something about this and get some help around it where do I start you've got to make the choice first that you're going to invest in yourself definitely definitely and so many women come and talk to me about this and you know it is it's an investment and in 2017 I was paying I was getting paid $1,300 a fortnight Mm -hmm. and my, my mortgage was $1,200 a fortnight. Mm. And I went through the spiral. I had Centrelink supporting me. I had child support. I had my mum there. If I got stuck and I don't know how I did it, but I went through the spiral. Amazing. So if you prioritize your healing and if you know, like I just knew in every bone in my, every cell in my body that I had to do this. I was like, I have to do this or else Mason and I are going to just, you know, not be able to move forward. Mm. I knew that I had to do it so I could be a better mother and a better person and a better woman. And I also could feel, you know, the energy of wanting to help others. But if you prioritize it and you invest in yourself, it's an investment. It's exactly what it is. It's going to come back to you tenfold in every aspect of your Mm. life, with your health, your relationships, your mothering, your relationships with your own family, um, every aspect of your life. And it's so important because, you know, you have one life. Mm. And to all of the people that are like, oh, you know, I don't know if manifesting is real and I don't know if all of this, this is all very woo-woo and I don't know, you know, I always say to them, like, if you rub your hands together mm. and then you hold them apart, you can actually feel the energy in between your hands. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you, you know, you walk into a room and you feel, you can feel if there's been an argument. Yes. You can actually feel the stagnant, heavy energy in the room or, you know, you go to some people's houses and you're like, it's beautiful in here and you just want to stay there. It's energy. Yeah. yeah and every, everything is so, energy. And I think it's, you know, it's getting into that mindset of everything's energy and thought creates after its kind and being careful about what you put out into the world, because definitely. we'll dive into your story for one second where, you were obviously on Centrelink. You weren't doing that great mentally. Yes. You were struggling with yes. your relationship breakdown and everything that kind of came yes. from it. And now you're and my dad had my dad had passed away. Yeah. I'd had two miscarriages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd had everything. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. now you're living your purpose, inspiring other women to do mm-hmm. the same, paying mm-hmm. astronomical money for rent mm-hmm. in Sydney for a beautiful mm-hmm. apartment. Mm-hmm. You can mention how much you like if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. that's big money. That's like double what I pay. It is big money. Um, it is big you money. Just knew that you had to take a leap of faith and it's paid off and I think that's what I want people to take away not that Kelly's got this or that she pays that much I just want people to realize that it's taking a leap of faith whether it be leaving a relationship or changing your mindset about being left that it it does pay off hello sorry about that so um we'll just go straight back into it like we were saying it it will pay off 
definitely taking that leap of faith definitely and it's like anything you know when you expand through fear and the first time you do anything you know you have that moment you have that moment when you think can I do this can I really do this but for Mm. me I believed in nothing else but you know I, I listened to my soul I listened to my heart and I just took that leap and it is it's scary. Like I had moments when I thought, oh, my God, what if I move us there and, you know, I can't afford the rent and what if no one wants to work with me and what if, you know, but you can't get caught up in that. You just simply mm. can't get caught up in that because fear will keep you stuck and fear isn't yeah. real. You know, it's feeling into the fear and doing it anyway. And because I've been through the spiral, that's why I was able to be like, you know what, what's the worst that happens? I give this a go and it doesn't work out. Mm. and that's the that's the expansion part and that's the part as a single mother you've got to push into that even more so because your babies are watching you and they deserve and you deserve to live the life and have create a reality that serves you so you know a belief a a thought you have a thought a thousand times it becomes a belief your belief then becomes your habits and your habits become your reality but they're Mm -hmm. not they're not necessarily aligned and and they're not necessarily um, serving you. So when you go through spiral, you can clear your limiting beliefs. I had a limiting belief that I couldn't birth my business until Mason was at school and until sure. I'd met someone. And now Mason's four and I'm still single and happily um, supporting all of the beautiful women to stand in their power and to move forward. So, you know, when you leap, the universe backs you and it's scary and it's not um, all of the kind of woo-woo aside, um, when you when you take a calculated risk and you believe in yourself and you show up for yourself, mm. magic happens. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, so many women are saying to me, "Oh my god, you and your ex partner were perfect for each other, and you guys seem to have everything and and look like the perfect couple." And what the hell's going on? I think I got like over fifty messages wow. saying that on my question time. Um, I decided not to address it publicly and I won't go into the why of it. But what I will say is spiral teaches you how to be more in alignment and more importantly, what's not in alignment. And it kind of gives you the courage to step away from things that don't serve you. And I just want to highlight, look, I don't make these decisions lightly. I feel like people think I'm really trigger happy. Like you can Mm. fuck off. You can (laughs) fuck off. You can get fucked. (laughs) it's not not like that um I don't I don't take that I don't take it lightly when I'm farewelling a relationship particularly Mm. when my daughter's been involved Mm. um you Mm. know all jokes aside it's Mm. definitely something that I as you know because I worked with you and we talked through it quite a lot together and obviously my other girlfriends I discussed it in great detail I'm not trigger happy when dealing with huge big situations in life Mm. but I think being a single mother is hard. Don't get me wrong. And there are times when I spoke to that dating coach today and she was like, you know, what do you, what's your hurt around single parenting? Like, what do you struggle with? What do you, you know, what is the biggest thing for you? And I said, it's just not having that person at the end of the day to debrief with. And yes, Mm. you have friends, but they're not there helping at bath time while you debrief. Mm. And you know, everything lies on your shoulders and there's still something that I think I will always carry with me is I do feel like single parenting steals a lot of the joy from being a mother from you at times. Mm. And this is something that I have noticed in particularly lately because I did get a taste of what it's like to have someone around and to have someone who is hands-on and who is there, um, you know, just at dinner times, at breakfast and to help out and to be like, you know what, I've got to go and do a shoot this afternoon. Do you reckon that you could watch ever? Mm. I'd never had that before. Yeah. yeah. So I did, it did kind of make me realize that mm. it does steal the joy to be the one doing it 24 seven and not having that breather. And I think single parenting is becoming okay with that. Mm-hmm. And learning when to step away from motherhood, when to put your child in childcare, when to ask for help, definitely. when to, be, you know, definitely. don't feel bad to pick. I've got a girlfriend who she's a new single mother and she's like, I've been really struggling and I wanted to call you. I was like, freaking call me. Definitely. definitely. I'm like, <laughs> definitely. 
I'm amazing at this now. Yeah. I have it down pat. Like Definitely. call me, I'll be there with mine. We can chat it through. Mm, definitely. So, and that's the thing with, with being a single mum is that you have to be like I'm a savage with meeting my own needs first because I know if my needs aren't met, I can't show up for Mason. Mm. So, yeah, like I'm very, my boundaries are very clear now. They weren't, they weren't before I went through the spiral. They were sloppy. But I'm very yeah. clear now because if I'm, you know, I know exactly what I need. I know when I need a break. I know when I need a rest. Um, I know when I need to, yeah, maybe pop him in for an extra casual day at daycare or have some time to myself or have a night off. And um, it's so important as a mother as a mother Mm. to meet your own needs first so that, you know, you can pour from the overflow and give to everybody else once your cup's full. And so many women run on depletion and, um, you know, you're in that delicate dance at the moment of learning how to move back to being just you and Eva and learning Mm. how to meet your own needs first and then being able to pour to her from the overflow. But you'll land there again because you've been there and, you know, it's just that mm. that unraveling of learning how to hold yourself first and then yeah. hold them. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, landing back in that. But it's hard. Look, it's hard. It's difficult. It's tricky. It's a, da- it's a delicate, mm-hmm. it's a balance, it's a dance, you know, um, especially when you run a business and you're trying to show up for your family and show up for yourself. But it's an art. And if you're a newly single mother, you know, you'll, you'll land in it. It took me yeah. probably three years, I think, to kind of feel like I I could um, have the joy. And I think the joy comes in the little moments, you know, like the other day after daycare I was like, I'm going to pick Mason up and take him to the beach at 3.30 in the afternoon yeah. and just get fish and chips for dinner because we can and, you know, I can just do this and it's him and I and, you know, I think that's yeah. where the joy is and the freedom of not having the whole kind of family at home like there are little moments when you can do things that you wouldn't be able to do if you had you know a husband and more children I guess but yeah yeah, it is a delicate and then there's the other side of it where there's women who have said you know what you aren't you're stealing the joy from my mothering as a partner Mm. so I'm out of here Mm. and then that's how they become single mothers is because they see their friends that are supported and that are loved and that are cared for through their relationship and they realize fuck that's not actually me definitely definitely i'm out of here definitely there's the other side of it and i think it definitely you know it for some time it it may still a little bit of the joy out of parenting until you actually sit down and honor yourself and like you've just talked about you have to honor yourself as a single mother you have to learn what fills your cup what doesn't you have to our children come first, first and foremost. And I think at the very start of being a single mom, I was still trying to be a 29-year-old. I was still trying to be this young girl that had like the party Definitely. lifestyle. Definitely. I could juggle it all. I could go back to having a skinny body and be able to fit my old clothes again and go out to lunch and yeah. drink with my friends. And I was so desperate to be like, I'm still me, everyone. Look at me, how me I am. Mm-hmm. That's the, but- that's it. That's your transma- transformation from your maiden into your mother, though. That's every, whether you're single or not, you know, you lose a huge part of your identity when you first become a mother. You lose, I'm writing about it oh. at the moment, you lose, you know, yeah. all of the parts of you that never really served you anyway. But you lose all that freedom and you lose being able to be spontaneous and you lose, you know, being able to go for like a week weekday blow dry and do all of the things that made you feel better um but when you land in your mother you know you're able to show up for yourself Mm. and for your beautiful children and it's um it's almost landing back into your soul as you know transforming into this woman who's able to hold it all transforming into this woman that's able to hold herself and her children and sometimes it just doesn't align that the relationship still serves you know and that's okay as well there's a lot of women that I work with that have um, they've chosen that it hasn't it hasn't served them or their children. Um, so yeah. you know whether you're a single single mother and you've chosen to leave or it doesn't the situation eventually the details fade away and what's left That's behind right. is the yeah. life that you create for you and for your children and um, they energetically vibrate from us. They're connected to from us. You know from once the umbilical cords cut forever, they're connected energetically. Um, to us so it's so important as mothers that we are like energetic temples of safety and peace and that we are clear because they 
Like I remember mm. when I wasn't sleeping, Mason wasn't sleeping that well, <clears throat> but I was anxious and he used to come into me. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that he was, you know, his sleep was affected because he was, could feel that. That's right. Yeah, I feel they do, definitely. Mm. So it's important that we are clear. But I'm very excited to look um, at everything that you're about to birth and create. For everybody mm. listening, I'm not going to talk about it because it's Lay's um, magic and her next yes. chapter, but to witness you going through the spiral, you know, ending a relationship, deleting your content from Instagram, <laughs> moving house and yes, um, stepping yes. into purpose with everything and all the magic that's within you and, and kind of having this almost death death of all the old parts of you that don't serve you anymore and mm. then watching you, witnessing you about to land in this rebirth, um, I feel really honoured. I feel really honoured that I got to take you through. Oh, thank thing. you. Yeah, it's it's been absolutely beautiful and I think so many women are going to get a lot of value from that and experience the same changes, if not more incredible within their own lives. And I feel if you're listening and you've been to a relationship breakdown and you're like, I just need something and you, you're overseas, I know there's a lot of um, women that listen in America. Hi, America. Just know that Kelly does this over Zoom and yes. a lot of people are like, oh, I'm really funny about that. I can't do spiritual things over Zoom. That was me. I'll put my hand up and be like, look, that was me. I was like, look, when I come to Sydney, I'll definitely book in. And I feel like doing it over Zoom for me has been more powerful because I've, I've been in my own space. I've been in my own safety net. Mm. And the sessions that you do are no joke. They're going to pull you apart. They're going to make you face your own shit they're going to do all of that shadow work which can be ugly you're going to need that safe space so if you're overseas she does it over zoom I just want to get that in there before we close off for this beautiful podcast thank you my love but definitely just have a look at it because I think that I can help you to a point of, yes, you can resonate with my story. You can see that, yes, um, I've come out the other side and it is a bit of a story of hope that I've managed to do that and a bit of a, well, if she can do it, I can too. And I'm so grateful that I have, I'm able to do that for you guys. But I think the powerful shift in really getting you to be your truest, authentic self is going to come through and doing work with Kelly and doing all the take-homes and doing your homework and you'll be in a beautiful version of yourself and in alignment within no time. And just because your relationship breaks down, it doesn't mean that your whole life has to fall by the wayside and that living off coupons or Centrelink or living on less is going to be your story because a relationship breakdown is your chance to go, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to, I'm going to grab a hold of my life now Mm -hmm. and live my, my life on my terms and my way. Definitely. And see it as a beautiful opportunity to be like, you know what, that part of my life is dead and buried and gone, but this is now my beautiful clean slate and a beautiful opportunity to grab a hold of your life and design it your way. Definitely. And the the, the power, like the power that comes from like a woman who is, you know, being through that and is ready to rise, like there's no motivation like having a breakup to encourage you to move forward and create a better life for yourself. But there is no motivation like being a single mother to help you to anchor into your body like, you know, I'm going to do this for my child. I'm not only going to heal for me to be the best version of me that I can be, but I'm going to heal so that I can be the best mother to this beautiful child because they deserve it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've literally, yeah, it's my sole purpose now. It's um, mm. what I'm here to do is to just hold space for all of the beautiful women and mothers and children. I should mention that I was a primary school teacher for 16 years. So I actually hold space for children as well. I do EFT mm. tapping. I do emotional clearing. Um, I can do it via Zoom. So if your children are anxious or not sleeping or having um, issues with the separation, that is. Um, we may need that because Eva is definitely going through a stage at the moment with school she's changing she's just started schools I've now got to change her schools I've now got to move house um we're moving away from her her cousins and there's so many changes happening in her world so yeah we will definitely um I'll get her in on a session with you and I think that will be really incredible but before we jump off today where can people find you um so it's soul healing with kelly that's the instagram and there's a website linked to that as well if you just send me a dm via instagram i'm happy to chat to you um 
you can book via my website. I've got some Monday nights that come up every now and then. So, yeah, we can um, have a chat. And I'm really excited and looking forward to holding space for, for you and for your beautiful children. Yay. Thank you so much. It's been beautiful chatting with you today. Thank you. And I will chat to you again soon offline. Thank you, my love. Have a good Thanks afternoon. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today and thank you so much to Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly for taking time out of her busy schedule with her amazing clients uh, to stop by and really share those nuggets of wisdom to talk about everything that she can offer you. And I think it is so powerful because so often women come to me and I just feel so powerless that I can't help them in the profound way that Kelly has helped me. So it's always amazing to be able to connect with Kelly and to be able to share so that more women can change their lives and really get to that point within themselves that they can take ownership of their story. As always today, I'm going to leave you with a quote. And today's quote is, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. Isn't that powerful? I just think that that is absolutely incredible. Now, as always, before I jump off, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that leaves a voice message. If you're listening on the Anchor app, you can actually leave me a voice message if you didn't know that. And I think so many people from over the seas and far away, you guys always listen and send in voice messages and let me know that you appreciate the content. And the the fact that you guys take time out of your day to thank me for taking time out of my own day. It really is beautiful. It's a really beautiful exchange. So I just wanted to stop by and say thank you. And as always, those of you that subscribe, that rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, that is where it matters. That is where it actually makes a difference. It gets up the ladders um, of the of the podcasting little arena over there and it really does make a difference and I just wanted to say if you could take time out of your day to leave some feedback to rate and review and subscribe that would be absolutely amazing and I really appreciate you all as always